0: welcome to episode 42 of the perfectly imperfect podcast super excited that you are listening today's conversation was super informative and a great combo to have so today our guest her name is danny page and you're going to hear a little bit of her story from her but she is a launch copywriter and she basically teaches how to do or how to write conversational copy the kind of copy that converts and I love the tips that she shared. I believe you're going to learn quite a bit. And if you get a chance, go ahead and go into her website, which is danny D-A-N-I, page, P-A-I-G-E.com. And you're going to see all of the fun things that she shares. She has some freebies that I'm sure you're going to enjoy. So if you are ready to write the kind of copy or learn how to write the kind of copy that is going to help you to convert the readers or the listeners into paid customers, go ahead and listen to this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. All right. Enjoy today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. This is your host, Leslie Regalado, and I'm here this morning or today with Danny Page and a funny story, I've never met Paige. This is the first time I'm speaking with her, but she agreed to be a guest, which I'm super grateful for. But um the way that I knew or came to know about Danny was I came across an ad on Facebook, which is super funny because I think as soon as we Google something, there's like a million one ads. So hers was not one of them, caught my attention. It was affordable and i purchased it literally on the spot and then i started getting her emails and i was like oh my gosh this is a great copy i love it and then i reached out to her and i asked if she would be a podcast podcast guest and just share some of her copy tips and she said yes so thank you danny for being so available i guess or so willing to share just your knowledge um, because your copy when it comes to emails is amazing it just sounds like i'm just sitting across the table with you at a bar or a restaurant or just somewhere just chill and just talking so absolutely love it so if you don't mind coming on and just introducing yourself really quickly
1: Oh, thank you, Leslie. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. I'm super pumped to be here and talk to your listeners all about email copywriting. Um, so, yeah, I'll jump in. My name, like you said, is Danny. I grew up in from Calgary, Alberta, is where I'm from. I grew up with two older brothers who got me into playing hockey. Actually, so that was kind of my thing growing up. And I was fortunate enough to go play hockey, uh, university hockey, in Chicago, and that's where I got my four-year business degree. And from there, I was recruited to go play uh women's pro in Europe, and I was fortunate enough to live in Vienna for a couple of years. so I'm so grateful for that whole experience and yeah, I came back to home to Canada a couple years later and you know was ready for that office job. I was so excited for like routine and a real job, and it turned out that that just totally was not for me like i you know I was bored it wasn't rewarding and at the time a co-worker had told me about these entrepreneur groups that are on facebook so i started kind of looking into them a little bit and this word copywriting just started popping up like i didn't even really know what copywriting was at the time and i knew i had a knack for writing though and i just didn't really realize it was possible to make a career out of it i guess so I, I kind of discovered this and just went all in. I gave myself six months to learn it and just immersed myself in copywriting and was able to quit my corporate job. And so, yeah, so fast forward um, a couple of years later and I now write launch copy for ladies looking to promote and sell their online offers, mostly through emails and sales pages.
0: That's amazing. I love how you went from like, Professional hockey player girl to like, I don't know, you know, copyright. So you give yourself six months. That's interesting because a lot of people I think that that are in this, they've gone to school for writing.
1: What did you go to school for, like college wise? Yeah, so it's a business management degree, is what I have. So okay. I wasn't even doing any, really any sort of writing. Like I always loved writing, kind of like I said, but I just didn't realize it was like a, a route you could actually take a, your career with, really. Right. Well, you think of
0: writing, it's like, oh, writing a book. Exactly. You know, and kind of doing it that way. And then you hear that it's difficult and, you know, you don't make a ton of money. And so it's kind of like that kind of gets shoved to the side real quick.
1: That's exactly it. And like, I always thought I had to be like the next JK Rowling and like write a book, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, that's not really the right type of copy. Like, I don't like writing fiction, right? I like writing real stuff live in the moment sort of stuff. So once I discovered copywriting, it was just a no brainer. (laughs) That's amazing. And
0: my next question, or my first question, I guess, um, is, what does it mean to be a launch copywriter? because I, a few months back, would have had no clue of what that means. Um I have just learned, you know how, and I don't know if this ever people ever tell you this, but copywriting to me, it was like that little C with the circle at the bottom of a lot of websites. Did't know that there was like copywriters or that copy was like the text inside of whatever. So what is a launch copywriter?
1: Yep. I I love that too. And you're definitely not the first person to think that whenever I say I'm a copywriter, people like, Oh, you're a lawyer. Like, I didn't know that's what you went to school for. I'm like, (laughs) no, it like has nothing to do with copywriting laws. Uh, so yeah, I I'll maybe explain what copywriting itself is first, and then we can go into kind of like the whole launch and that sort of thing. So copywriting itself is the act of writing words that motivate people to take action. So to click on something or to buy something every business needs some sort of copy. You know, you write copy for your emails, you write copy for your sales pages, you write copy for your website. Like that word copy is just like you said, the text, right? So when you write those words in a specific way, like with techniques and formulas, that's called copywriting. So great copywriting is when the words you've written compel people to take action. So to opt in for your webinar, or to purchase your offer, or to buy your packages, that sort of thing. So that's what copywriting is in a whole. And so I kind of jump into like launch copy. What I do is when people are planning to launch a, like a membership or a program, you know, maybe they've got like a group coaching program. It's not going to sell great if you just kind of slap it on your website. And, you know, you, you know, the term like, build something and they will come that's not really the case online (laughs) you need to kind of help people come so launch copy is you know building up that excitement that you've got something coming down the pipe and um, you know you've got pre-launch emails so really warming your email list up and you've got launch emails and so it's a really a string of um, strategy and carefully thought emails that lead people to purchase your your offer at the end
0: got it and i am so happy that there's people that actually do that <laughs> because i'm not gonna lie when i started like my first email took me i don't even know i mean it was a long time i was like why in the it's like a one page not even a one page it was like you know a few little sections with some pictures or crap or whatever in there and i'm like why is it taking me I, probably a couple hours, if not yeah. longer. And then I went back and I was like, it doesn't really sound right. And then I kind of started, you know, trying to edit it. And then I was like, you know what, then the end of it, I kind of just like threw my hands in the air. I was like, ah, whatever. And I think what you said, you know, build it and they will come. That's exactly what I think a lot of people think. And I'm so happy that I didn't know everything I was going to have to learn along the way when I started this entrepreneur journey, because I feel like a lot of times people would just be like, forget it. But then there's so much help and there's so many people that you can outsource and just ask for help, you know, like yourself. Okay, so if I'm having a huge problem or trying to figure this out, Danny, you know, can I hire you? And I think that's so powerful to have people that you can delegate these kind of things for too, so you can actually be successful because otherwise I don't know how (laughs) this would work.
1: Totally. And, and you mentioned it too, with my templates that you, that you um, hinted towards at the beginning, like you don't even need to hire a full copywriter. There's templates and there's help and resources out there for sure. So yeah, it's just, um, knowing what's out there connecting with people. So yeah, for sure. You're totally right.
0: Yeah, no, those templates, I'm not going to lie. At the minute I purchased them, it was like, this weight was off my shoulders. And, you know, I started reading through them and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can totally do this. It just, it gives you that sense of, I can do this. Like I am not alone, although again, we've never met, or it's just like these simple templates, but they're extremely helpful. So I mm-hmm. definitely have to give you kudos for that. And anyone that's listening, if you guys are trying to write emails, like totally go on dannypage.com
1: because those are lifesavers. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lissa. It's so great to hear that they're helpful.
0: Thank you. Um, so what is great copy and why is it so important to make sure that you are writing that kind of compelling copy that it's going to help people like get attracted. Cause I feel like there's so much noise on the internet nowadays. So if they, if it's not like a catchy, something like people are not going to stop and read it. So it doesn't matter how much time you put into it or your program or your membership or whatever, it's not going to matter unless it's captivating. So what do you feel is good copy?
1: So I think I want to start with explaining email marketing specifically and why that is really my number one go-to way to talk to people because there's lots of different channels, right? You can post something in a Facebook group. You can post something on Instagram, but I feel like email marketing is the best way to speak to people and get the attention that you're, you're talking about. Because think of social media for when you, you post something, I think the stat is like 3% or 6% only actually see your post. And you know so that makes it tough. You don't even know if people are reading it. Whereas email marketing is just so intimate that you know that you're landing in their, in their inbox. If they open it, of course, that's another thing. And that's where, you know, writing great subject lines comes into play. But you know when you land in your inbox that people will see your name. And that's the opportunity to really get intimate. People are very vulnerable in email. It's amazing. I don't know. It's just some hidden thing that people love to just share uh, their, the behind the scenes and, you know, their mistakes and all that juicy stuff in email marketing, as opposed to kind of just putting it out on social media. It just seems like it's, um, it's just not as intimate. I think of social media as kind of uh, shouting to someone in like a bar, they're not really going to hear you. Whereas email marketing is kind of like sitting down, like, like right now, you and me having a one-on-one conversation It's just that much more intimate. So So yeah, email marketing is the best place to start. I definitely recommend um, emailing your list every day. And that's really, or sorry, every week um, to get familiar, they'll get used to seeing you in their inbox and it's really just building that relationship. And you know, you kind of nailed it too, saying that you didn't even know me and you felt like, you know, you trusted me to open these emails. And that's really what great copywriting is, is just, um, being very relatable and, you know, writing conversational. And that's, you know, really is a great time. I brought three tips along today and I can just really jump right into that. If, if you think this is a good time to, yeah, to hammer out these three tips. So three tips to write emails, uh, better, stronger emails that really pop in in inboxes. So the first one here is to unlearn the proper writing techniques that we're always told, so things like, you know, write complete sentences or never use slang words or never start sentences with but. You know, the thing is that sounds so corporate and like unapproachable when you're writing in emails. Instead, you wanna sound really conversational. So my tip here is to write like you talk. So write like you're having a conversation with your reader. I'll give you an example here too. So this would be like a very corporate version. And this is not what I recommend. So, say I'm selling a, I'm, I'm selling a photography course. Okay, let's say. So you'd write, I am selling a photography course. The photography course will help you learn to take professional photos of your family from your home. That's just very cut and dry, very like proper and just boring. It's too buttoned up, right? It's not like you would talk. So, here's an example of sounding much more um, conversational. Hey. You know how your little baby Annie looks so cute right after she wakes up? With my new photography course, you can learn to snap your own professional in-the-moment photos exactly when you want when Annie is on her game. You don't need to keep booking in with a professional photographer anymore, only to have her crying for the entire hour of your allotted time. So that is conversational copy. So it's more about communicating and connecting, being very relatable. Like I'm throwing in questions for you and I'm actually talking about your family and providing a scenario. So when you write more conversational, it's easier for your reader to follow and the flow of the story is there and they're just more interested. They're likely to read it instead of just skimming over and deleting it. So.
0: Okay, so let's take a quick break because I wanna share something super awesome with you. So are you ready to focus on how you can prepare and plan for the new month ahead in a realistic way? And just take those baby steps towards your goals? We often overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can get done when we break down our audacious goals into monthly, weekly, and daily actionable steps. So I wanted to introduce to you a quick step-by-step guide that I created just for you. It's called How to Plan for a New Month in Business Step-by-Step Guide. So get ready to stop wondering where each month went and begin each month with intention, with a plan of action for growth. It's time to get back in the driver's seat of your life. No more passenger seat. So go ahead and go to weleadsociety.com forward slash month and guide. Again, that's www.weleadsociety.com forward slash month and guide. And as you're preparing at the end of the month for the following month in business, make sure that you tag me in your stories or on Instagram or anywhere that you're going to share your planning. And because I would love to go ahead and give you a shout out for being super intentional with your new month. All right, we'll talk to you soon. And let's get back to the episode. You know what's funny, Danny, that as we're talking the first time, I didn't picture anything. The second time I'm picturing like the little baby rolling around and that cute little face. So it's interesting that that happens automatically just with this conversational
1: type of writing, which didn't happen the first time you were talking. (laughs) Exactly. That's just it. So yep. Conversational and write Like you talked, like you don't need to be so buttoned up when you write your email. So perfect. That's my first step there. We can jump into the second one here and that is to write to one person. So when you're writing emails, uh, when you're writing your website, copy, even sales pages, Instagram posts, pretend like you're sitting down for a coffee and speaking directly to one person as opposed to writing like you're presenting to uh, you know a bunch of people. And even if you are sending an email to many people, which most of the time we are, I mean, that's what email marketing is, right? But each individual reader should feel like it's written just for them. So get rid of like the, hey everyone, or hey you guys lingo, because that feels really impersonal. And, and another part of this too is to always write about the reader instead of yourself. So I'll explain what I mean, uh, cause this mistake is really, really easy to make. So example, if I was writing about this podcast, I wouldn't want to write, I'm sharing my tip, my three writing tips. It would be better received if, I'm, if I write, you'll receive or you'll learn three writing tips. And this small adjustment makes it more about the reader and less about me, the writer. So, and that's ultimately what interest people is when the content is about them so so my second tip here is to write to that one person specifically
0: awesome i have heard something about use the word you more often than the word i because i think it's so normal for us to say oh i did this and i can help you with that and as opposed to like you
1: said you know you are going to learn blah 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 (laughs) so different so that's amazing and it's, it's really easy. Like I said, to write, I'm doing this, I'm doing this and nobody cares. Like they want to know how <laughs> it's going to benefit them, you know? And, and that might sound harsh, but it's true. Like people are only reading it to understand, okay, sure. You're doing this, but why do I need to know what's in it for mm-hmm. me? Like, why is that important? So you always want to try to flip the script and make it about your reader. Awesome. Great. Okay. My final tip here is to include what I like to call lifeisms into your writing. And so what I've termed or coined lifeisms are those moments and stories that pop up throughout your day. So you can weave them into your writing. People love stories. They're relatable and they draw people in. And, and the point of the tip here that I really want to help with is that they don't have to be like long drawn out stories. People often fear like I don't have a huge crazy story, exciting story to tell all you may need for a lifeism is like one sentence to help connect the email. Even if it's, I was driving to the grocery store today and thought of this and then go on to explain your email. It's better than just saying, I thought of this or I want you to know this because even that one little simple line, it places you somewhere and gives your reader like a tangible picture to follow along to in your email. So it makes it just more interesting and more likely to read when, when you write this way. So, think about these little lifeisms that you can just pop into your email to give it more personality and really humanize your emails.
0: Love it. Well, I, I did read that tip, and it must have been in one of your emails. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to like pay attention. Cause I think it's so easy to just kind of go on autopilot through life and not really pay attention to all the little bits and pieces that can be really helpful in these situations. And just recently I did a post about a lifeism that happened with my daughter and I got such great feedback and I was like, thanks, Danny. <laughs> I was like, I got it, That's but it was, awesome. it was really good. Cause it just, it, it um, it really brought kind of like the whole story when i shared that little piece it brought the whole post together so i love that it's such a simple tip yet just really in my opinion from
1: my experience really helpful yeah it is profound and it doesn't need to be like a big scary um crazy story just that one little p- you know one little line to really um bring your emails to life and and you're right about Not thinking about it prior, I have like in my phone, I've just got a notepad and I write down little things that happen throughout the day, like, oh, maybe this is somewhat interesting, or like I went to the park and saw this today, sort of thing. Like I'm always just making those notes in my phone.
0: Oh, that's smart. So that's kind of like your little collection of lifeisms you can pull out of there
1: whenever you need. Exactly. So then when I go to sit down and write an email, I've already got all my little notes here. I don't have to waste time thinking about these lifeisms or how, um, you know, thinking about what I should talk about. I've already got kind of a, a bank of ideas running.
0: Yeah, that's smart. Cause I think for a lot of us, when we sit down and try to get creative, it's like when we are the least. And it's when we're trying to pull ideas from everywhere and anywhere. And like, for me, I'm like, I know there's something, there has to be something up there and I just can't remember. So I love just kind of when it happens, write it down, type in, you know, something short so you can then come back and obviously pull from it. Exactly. That's awesome. yeah. That's awesome. So, just to kind of close up and and finish up, I always ask this question, Danny, and it's a question that has nothing to do with copywriting, but yet maybe it can. Um, It's a question that I ask every guest because I find such value in the answers and the responses. And I think other people that listen, I've gotten some messages saying, oh my gosh, you know, when someone said this, and then I, you know, I was able to kind of pull value from that. So, the question is if you had the opportunity, to go back in time and talk to the younger you. And you still look pretty young, so I don't know how far back you really have to go. <laughs> but if you have the opportunity to go back in time and speak with the younger Danny, and just give her some advice, give her some tips, some something that you feel would help her almost like prepare in a way, um, emotionally maybe, for what's coming. What two or three tips of advice do you think you would be able to offer the younger you that you think would help her out?
1: Mm, That's so fun. Okay. I love this. I think, okay. So when I was coming out of university, all my friends really knew exactly what they were going to do. And most of them became teachers. And then they all had these glorious summers off and everyone was going traveling. And I wasn't, I was, you know, um, after I was back from Europe, I was in my corporate job. I was working all summer and it was painful. And I was, I, I was frustrated because I wasn't where I wanted to be, and you know every summer I was like, I need to be doing something different, I need to be doing something different. And I was really stressing that I wasn't um, you know where I wanted to be. And I think the tip that I would give myself is don't look at what everyone else is doing, and your you know w- what's gonna happen will happen. Everything, I believe everything happens for a reason. And I think now, looking back, that my steps led me to where I am now. And as much as I didn't like my corporate job, it was that coworker at that job who told me, um, who got me started on this path, who told me about those Facebook groups and actually introduced me to this world of copywriting. So I, I, I believe that every, I needed to take every step to get to This you know dream job I guess or just this lifestyle that I love now. Um, So yeah, I just wouldn't push myself so much, and you know I was so envious of everyone else's job. But I think I needed to take those steps to to get to where I am now.
0: So true. I think we have to learn to trust the process, and I don't think we do that until we've experienced a bit more of life and then we look back and we can connect every single dot which i think it's such a magical way of looking at it because i'm like you i can look back and there was times where i was like oh so frustrated or like you said you know just not happy or not okay with where i was at and the comparison game started but it's like every single step led me to where i'm at today and every single like you said you know with that coworker, it's amazing because if you wouldn't have been there like who knows you might have still been teaching and that's great. You know, let's say you would have been a teacher like your friends. Yes, you would have had to start two months off or summers off, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like you wouldn't be making the impact you're making. Like at least we would have never you know, had this conversation. And, um, and just to know that I think so many times we doubt the path, path that we're on because we haven't quote unquote arrived yet. And it's like, man, just trust the process. And again, that comes with just age, I think. I don't think you know, anyone that's like 15, 16, you know, 20 years old understands that. I think it comes with just that experience of just living. That's, that's so true. That's exactly it. Agreed. So thank you so much, Danny. This was really nice. I totally love the tips that you shared. Um, I love just every little bit and bits and pieces that, that you share because I think it's so simple yet yeah, extremely helpful for anyone that is starting you know, in, in the business arena when it comes to being an entrepreneur, launching courses, memberships, et cetera. So with that, I want to know where can people contact you? I know I gave your website away earlier, so I guess you can share that or whatever you want to share. But uh, where can people go to connect with you um, if they're interested in learning more about what you do or you know, hopefully just even hiring you to, to help them out with their courses and launches?
1: For sure. So I will mention the, the email closer is the templates that you were uh, mentioning before, and that can be found at dannypage.com slash TEC, which stands for the email closer. Um, but yeah, I'd love to offer your listeners a freebie. It's a super fun. It's called expert insights. And we often hear about all these big launches that people have like, ah, you know, a $100,000 launch from their new course, which is awesome. But I personally think that the behind the scenes and like the strategies to make it happen is really the most interesting part. So I've compiled answers from some super successful ladies online, people like Jasmine Starr, Melissa Griffin, Jill Stanton, among many others. And they let me in on their most unique and successful launch ideas. So you can hear all these juicy strategies and hopefully use them for yourself all for free at dannypage.com slash expert insights. Love it.
0: And I did download that. It is really good. And there's a lot. I thought it was just going to be like a couple. Do you share a lot of tips from a lot of really powerful people? So I totally appreciated that little freebie. I just want to tell you that. So definitely go
1: on there and download it. Perfect. Yeah, I think I have 25 um, wonderful ladies in there. So yeah, lots and lots of great info.
0: Yeah. I just kept scrolling and kept scrolling. I'm like, Oh, this is so juicy. This is so good. So yeah, if you're listening and you want some like little juicy tips, definitely go on to Danny's website and download this because I for one appreciate it. Like I mentioned earlier. So Danny, thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. I totally appreciate your time and all of the wisdom that you have imparted onto us.
1: Thank you, Leslie. That was so much fun. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Talk to you soon.
0: Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode of the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Two quick things. Number one, if you would love to be a part of a community that's empowering, encouraging, and specifically created for female entrepreneurs and those of you in the making, head on over to Facebook groups in the search box, go ahead and type in successful action taking female entrepreneurs, and then click join. Or you can also go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we lead society and go ahead and click join I will see you inside and then second thing is if you enjoyed today's episode go ahead and click subscribe Um, leave us a review if you're feeling extra generous because that does help us to reach more people and then if you're feeling extra extra generous go ahead and leave us a five-star rating because that also helps with the reach all right you have a great day and again thank you for listening to today's podcast